Welcome to episode 26 of the Female Health Show. My name is Raquel, and today I'm going through four ways to keep your progress during the festive season. Now, no doubt your calendar year at this time of year is already usually booked up. And it's probably even feeling a little bit more overwhelming this time since coming out of isolation, especially for us in Melbourne with the easing of restrictions. It's definitely nice to be out and about, but some of you might be feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the amount of social interaction and keeping some form of progress during this festive season. I've told all my clients it's going to be a pretty tough time for those of them who are going out quite a lot to change their body composition drastically. However, there are things that we can do in order to keep some of our results and keep some of our progress. So I'm going to go through those today. And it's not just eat less and train harder. They are actually far smarter and more effective than you probably think. Also, a side note, if you are concerned about anything in particular that I don't touch on on this episode, I'd love to hear from you in my DMs via a voice memo, and I will send some voice memos back with something valuable and specifically for you that could turn into some awesome content for me to showcase and also share with others. So if you're feeling up to it and sharing your voice with me on DMs or even Facebook Messenger, send me something and maybe we can make something out of it and share it with others. Because my teacher in school always said, the question you're not asking, somebody else is also wondering that too. So connect with me and let us have better conversations. I've said it before, food is a bonding experience for us humans. It brings people together and always has such has since the time of mankind. We need it to survive, but now it's very much a luxury we indulge in and bond over with other people. For some of us, it's a fabulous time, and for others, it's met with a bit of resistance as the socialness, if that's even a word. The other side of the spectrum is where people do let themselves go entirely over this period and find it incredibly difficult to find their feet in the new year or actually set even set boundaries with themselves in the new year because they've stuffed their face, their body, and their mind, and then they're just not happy about themselves anymore. What is important is how consistent you are. You can have one salad a week, but that doesn't make you have the body of your dreams, right? No, it definitely doesn't. You need to have the right amount of protein, fats, carbs, sleep, your sleep quality, bowel movements, energy. Your relationships with others and connections is also something to look at and often overlooked because people with good relationships usually have a great support network and those that don't usually find it very difficult to change. My tips are not work harder, eat less, they're smarter and far more effective. So just hear me out with my tips. Lastly, don't worry about a couple of days of indulging. Seriously, there are 52 weeks in a year, 365 days, not including a leap year. And if you were to eat like a Fruit Loop and continue continue to blame the festive season for a two week holiday or a couple nights away of fun for 300 days, for the rest of the 300 days of 2021, Of course, your body composition is not going to change because you're still stuck in the past. But if you eat well, you sleep well, you stress less, train hard 300 days over a year, those are the 65 days where you may have not been as compliant to your meal plan, to your training plan, where you had a bit more stressed, is not going to really hurt your progress in the long run. It's about consistency. 300 days of consistency is better than 300 days of not trying at all. My tips today are around keeping progress and not falling completely off the wagon where you spiral out of control as well for days because that's what I once would have done. So let's get into it. Tip number one is lift weights. Seriously, it's the easiest thing you can do during this time is resistance train. Muscles need food to grow and recover. And if you have more muscle, you can essentially eat more for those muscles to recover and grow. 
lifting weights takes so much more energy than doing cardio. You can walk till the cows come home and you will be walking for a really freaking long time. (laughs) And you're probably not going to see any amazing progress out of just walking anyway. And you won't be satisfied. How many of you did cardio during ISO? Just walking for an hour or so a day. And how many of you didn't see any changes with your body composition or maybe it got worse? You know why? Because walking is a brain stretch. It's a fantastic mental therapy, but really ineffective when it comes to changing the shape of your body significantly. Okay. Lifting weights preserves muscle. If you're lifting, if you are lifting weights, it's tearing muscle fibers and they need energy from food to grow and repair. When you tear muscle fiber, it has to repair. And that's why we get DOMS because we've ripped a lot um, of muscle fibers and we're experiencing this Um, damage effect and so you get this pain in your muscles when you train and that's really good that's a not always a good sign but you most of the time it means that you know you are a little bit tender and your muscles need to go through a recovery process so if you are eating more this season lift a bit heavier add some more exercises in perhaps get a structured program even better and you probably will notice a better difference than just walking number two you don't have to eat every chocolate or or dessert you can take some home to try Ultimately, it doesn't just relate to chocolate or dessert, but take food home. You can try the cakes or the meals you didn't get to or couldn't fit in on the day because let's be honest, there's tons of food left over after Christmas or New Year's or whenever you're celebrating you know, something special that it would be wasteful to just throw it all away. So keep a plate or bring your Tupperware and take a plate home. Something you could even organize with your family is to bring Tupperwares to family gatherings or to friend gatherings to take food home. And this encourages a great distribution of food sharing and ultimately not wasting food. Some facts I took from Google in Australia alone over, f- and I'm reading this word for word, by the way, let me begin again. In Australia alone, over 5 million tons of food ends up in landfill every year. That's enough to fill 9,000 Olympic swimming pools or it is roughly 140 kilos per person. So you waste, on average, 140 kilos of food, or 345 kilos per household a year. The Australian government estimates we waste around $20 billion in food annually. That's a lot of wastage, I must say. Very unresourceful. Um, and you can only imagine, you can you can think about your own household where you, know, you, sh- you shove the leafy greens or some vegetable in the back of the pantry or the back of the the fridge, sorry, it goes rotten, you throw it away. That's a kilo, one kilo gone. You do it again week after week. If you did that for 52 weeks, that's 52 kilos. And that's just, and that's not even hitting the rough estimate of 140 kilos per person. Oh my goodness. So think about sharing some food. You don't have to feel, oh, tip number three, we're moving on. Tip number three is you don't have to feel bad about not finishing food. Don't play this card with me because my grandparents are Spanish and Italian. So I understand where this notion of feeling bad to not finish food come from comes from because they would always say, eat more, eat more, eat more. Why you not eat more? Why you not eat more? You don't like me. You don't like my food. Of course, I love your food, but you can't seriously be trying to please your grandparents anymore. They will love you with the extra plate of food or without it. No doubt. There's no guilt about what you have created in your mind. They love you whether you have it or not. Something you could say instead is, I'll have some later, or I'd love to take some home instead. My cousin constantly, he doesn't doesn't have a huge appetite. So when we go to my grandparents and eat the beautiful Spanish dishes that we do, he'll say, luego, like later, I'll have it later. 
And my grandma doesn't believe him, but it's the fact that he's not arguing with her right in the moment to eat that food. So I think that's a really good way about going, going about it. Tip number four is always plan ahead and bring meals with you. If you can help it, of course, plan ahead. So if you go to a restaurant, look at the menus before you go there. And if you're going for a gathering where you can potentially bring a plate of food, bring a plate of food. Why not have another option? You know, we're in a very special time at the moment where, you know, if you think about our parents and if you're my age, I'm 20, I'm in my 20s. And if you think about my parents uh, in their 50s, they didn't have gluten-free options or hardly any. Maybe if there was a gluten-free option, it might have been one, but it was unheard of. They didn't have vegan options. They didn't have lactose-free options. They didn't have nut milk. Like, what? <laughs> that was all like hippie to have all that type of stuff. These days, that is what everyone, well, not everyone wants, but you can find that in most places. And if they don't have that option, they're probably losing out on a lot of business because a lot of people have their very peculiar tastes and unique to, and unique food palettes. And that's very important. So you can have your very, your very different food palette and not feel bad about it. If you feel annoying or you're like you're a nuisance or you're being high maintenance, then that's on you. That card is on you. I'm sorry. But if you want to eat the way you want to eat and you want to have, you know, the progress that you're having, eating a certain way that you are, then you need to provide that option for yourself or at least speak up about it. You know, it's just it's just human nature that I think has kind of got into this very repressed mode of I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to seem high maintenance. I don't want to, you know, put pressure on other people to provide for me. I can, I'll, you know, I just won't eat. I just won't have anything. Well, you know, put the fillers out there and just say, hey, can we go here instead? Um, you know, it's not that hard. And if someone makes you feel like you're a nuisance because you have or you'd like to eat a certain way, then, you know, that's not really your weight to carry. That's their burden. Someone shouldn't make you feel bad for the food choices that you would like to have. So yeah, that's my four tips for today. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you found the tips actually more helpful than just me saying work harder and eat less. If you have any questions, you know where to find me. You can find me at Raquel Fit PT on Instagram or at the Female Health Show. I am far more active on Raquel Fit PT um, than I am on the Female Health Show page, but definitely uh, DM me questions voice memos whatever you like you can find me there if you haven't already like and subscribe this is not youtube if you haven't already follow and subscribe on spotify and itunes and share with someone who will find this information useful as well again if you have any questions you know where to find me thank you so much for listening and i'll be back on here another episode during the week and then i'm going to start recording for 2021 we're going to have some awesome content for 2021 it's going to be a big massive freaking year but i can't wait to get into it so thank you for being here i appreciate you all and i'll speak to you all very soon bye everyone